0: Hey, everybody, welcome to You after to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Ryan. And uh, it's been a minute. It
1: has been a minute.
0: I, I was looking online today. The last episode we posted was back in July. Are you
1: serious? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, because we've had issues yeah, with we, some of the episodes. We, we have we've a done. few lost
0: episodes that may or may not appear in the near future. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a while. So, it has been. It's been a crazy few months. I am mm-hmm. uh, not working like three, five jobs, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've got a new one. Yeah, and a new apartment. So new apartment, too. Right up the street um, for me. So that that's fun. It uh-huh. should make it easier to do some podcasts. But we're here yes. today because we needed to do a podcast. Yes, we and did. And we're going to be in the car together for an hour, so why not do a podcast now? Exactly. Because uh, when I was helping you move, that would have been very inconvenient to be doing a podcast in and out of the car. Hey, back Alan, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. let Don't me pause, let me,
0: do me do pause, let me pause. No, uh, but no, we're here, uh, we're back, we're going to talk about a movie Ryan has never seen. So we're doing two, technically two of you in a row. Yes, um, but it's okay. So we are in a car right now, so we do apologize for the shitty audio quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are also just posting this right from my phone. After we're,
1: after we're done recording, so... So if you have any beef with the uh, audio, then that's on you.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we apologize, but... This episode, this movie does not reply, does not deserve good audio for a podcast. No, it doesn't. So, this weekend, Venom comes out. Sony's attempt at starting a Spider-Man character universe without Spider-Man. Which Let's see how be, that goes.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be weird.
0: So, in... I guess in honor? I don't know what else, how else to put it. In honor. Uh, in lieu of them doing that, <laughs> uh, we decided to, I decided to torture both Ryan and myself and have us talk about 2007's Steve, or Sam Raimi masterpiece of shit, Spider-Man 3. I hate you for that, the Yeah. So Ryan has never seen Spider-Man 3.
1: I've been trying to stay away from it,
0: yeah, but with Venom coming out, I figured it's it's the first time we saw Venom on the big screen. We we should talk about it. Like, let's talk about Topher Grace and, uh-huh. and where the franchise went wrong because this is the movie that killed the Spider-Man franchise, which was one of the biggest franchises
1: of the 2000s. Well, not just that. It was one of the very early successes of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean to be honest, like, you had the Marvel... Um, the Marvel opening, like you know, having the Marvel uh, superheroes come to life. This Spider Man, Spar- Spider Man, and Spider Man 2 with Tobey Maguire started that, started that hype, in my view, anyway. Uh, well, for me, it's a little bit more. They, they, Spider
0: Man shared a part with X Men, true, true, because X Men was 2000
1: and yeah. uh, Spider Man was 2002. True. I guess, well, we're so far back from that now. Whatever I think of Marvel, I kind of keep X Men yeah. separate because of the fact that they're not in the same. Not for much longer. Yeah, true, true. We're um, happy
0: about. But okay, so Spider Man Three came out in two thousand and seven, and I want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. two thousand and seven is also the year that the Simpsons movie came out. Um, which just baffles me. Like, like this could have you could have had a double feature really? of Spider Man Three. And the Simpsons movie. Yes, I only remember I didn't this. I not connect that. Yeah. I only remember this because I went to Italy that summer. Yeah. And Spider-Man 3 was playing on the plane. I tried watching it, and it, I, I I was having issues with my screen, and I just got pissed and couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um, but I was in Rome, and I just saw posters all over the place for the Simpsons movie. in Italian. <laughs> but let's talk about 2007 being the year before Iron Man and the MCU kicked off. That's
1: true. Okay. So one year
0: prior to one year after Spider-Man 3, the MCU started. Yeah. Like that like just thinking about that today baffled me. Like that that's insane to me. That I feel like there's a few years in between there, but there's not. I, Kevin Feige, the man who's behind the MCU, is an executive producer on Spider-Man 3.
1: How is that even? Possible,
0: Because uh, of the way Marvel Studios was set up at the time. This is before they branched out and started
1: doing their own thing. I hey, still... It's just, okay, so... When Spider-Man 3 first came out, yes. there was so much... Like, there was, there, there was a ton of anticipation with this one prior to it coming out. Obviously, you didn't have as much of a internet fan culture as you do now. So, I mean, granted, I think IMDb... Was there? People used it, but it wasn't as well known. It wasn't as big as it as, as it I is now. Talk,
0: I was talking. I was this movie on IMDb back in 2007. Okay. Like I remember, Like I was obsessed with any news well, that came out it about it. It makes
1: sense with you because of your background yeah. and uh, uh, what you went to school for. Yeah. But the, I, I would say that
0: it was people. But keep in mind, when this movie came out, I was a soft sophomore, sophomore going into junior year of high school.
1: Yeah. So. So, I mean... So, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, like, your average person nowadays knows about IMDb. Yeah. Knows about all these different sites online where you can look up, you know, rumors and tips about movies coming out and who's doing what and yeah. everything else. Back then, was it more about like 11 years ago, you didn't have a lot of that. You had more or less, you know, the younger part of the generation. This they were movie, the ones on it. This but,
0: movie was one of the first first movies to have like the trailer on YouTube oh yeah so, so like those trailers were good like they made you excited for the movie because that's what the trailer is supposed to do and they did that and then you got to the movie and were of so, really disappointed mm-hmm. so
1: but um and all of my friends told me about it yeah because they all saw it before me because I just I forget what I was doing but I couldn't see it when it was in theaters I didn't see it in
0: theaters either like I said I tried watching it on a plane yeah that failed I don't think I actually saw the whole thing until it was on DVD and I think I rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah. That's how yeah. long ago this movie came out.
1: But one um, of the, yeah, one of the things that kept me from seeing it though, even after the fact, was people talking about certain scenes that even though I knew they were coming, because the first time I saw this was yeah. basically yesterday, yeah. I cringed. Like, even stuff that I knew was coming that I knew was going to be bad, in my mind, I had all of these scenes pumped up to, like, the worst thing I could imagine. And they surpassed how bad I thought it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's give, how give, bad Give, give me an
0: example, because I'm not worried about spoilers. This movie's 11 years old. Yeah. If you haven't seen it already,
1: you're better off. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, crazy. what was an example? Let okay, me guess. The jazz club scene? The jazz club scene and him strutting down the street.
0: Him sort of, I, I have more of an issue with the jazz club scene than I do him strutting down the street. It's, because it's, the, the strutting down the street gets a gets a big gets a lot of flack but he did that in 2 as well. He wasn't as uh, No, there is a difference. There is a difference. There is a like, difference it's more, between the two. And I think that's intentional. Like you compare that you compare him strutting down the street in 3 to what he does in 2 with the ring jobs to keep falling on my head montage Mm-hmm. And, like, it shows you that he's being a little asshole. They didn't have to do that, though. They could have they did, had him... But I appreciate the, the nod to two. Like, that's the only justification this I have This movie for
1: wasn't good enough to have a nod to two or one or any, anything. I think, I really think that was my problem with this to start off with. Like, I, I put on the movie, and I told you about this already. Like, when I think of Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, I think of like, and and I've said this before. I'm not like I'm not somebody who really listens to a score. I don't really listen to the music that well. It's just I take it all as one. Like, does the sounds I'm hearing match what I'm seeing? And if it does, then I don't even think about the music. I just go along with it. I I turned on the film. The opening credits started playing. I wanted to see what, you know, effects they had, which was, like, the black web suit type deal and all that other stuff. So I'm like, okay, so this is predictable. So, but nothing good about it, nothing bad about it, just what it was. So I go to look at my phone a little bit just to kind of get through the opening of, of, you know, the names and everything else. And I had to look back up because I thought I was... Because at first I thought, wait a second, did I put on a Batman movie? Like, the music stood out in a negative way for me in this.
0: I can tell you exactly why. Um, so, the opening theme is the same theme that they used for the first two. And then it gets to the Venom theme, the, the yeah. black suit, the symbiote theme. Yeah. And it's very blaring. It does not fit with Danny Elfman's original score. Danny Elfman did not do the score for this movie. He wrote the original themes that were used again by Christopher Young. Okay. Because there was a whole big falling out between Danny Elfman and Sam Raimi on Spider-Man Two.
1: Okay.
0: Sam Raimi, uh, or no, Danny Elfman didn't finish the score for Spider-Man Two. He quit in the middle of it, but still got credit for it. <laughs> Christopher Young came in and redid a bunch of it, and so there's a mix of both. Okay. In the in the final Spider-Man Two cut, mm-hmm. but he, Danny Elfman. Did never never wanted to work with Sam Raimi again after his experience on Spider-Man Two, <laughs> but they ended up working together again on Oz Great and Powerful a few years later. Interesting, yeah, and interesting. So I think that's why, because the like when you bring it, when you have a theme that's established by another composer and have somebody else come in with this new theme that doesn't really match the other one, yeah. it's blaring. Like you can have. The Doc Ock theme mixed in with the Spider Man 3 theme in Spider Man 2's opening. Yeah. Because it's the same composer, but like having him come in with that theme in the middle of the Spider Man theme that we already know. Yeah, it didn't it, work. It didn't work. And I like, I don't mind the Venom theme. It's just the way that's cut together. Yeah. It doesn't work great. Um,. But yeah Like that's That's why It blared out to you And like you th- thought It was a Batman event yes. This thing is funny Because I think you also said Men in Black earlier when we Yeah were because And those like, are both by uh, yeah. Danny Elfman <laughs> Not like Batman
1: Returns Yeah Or yeah. Batman Forever And Robin but. Yeah So I mean th- That was the first thing And then when the movie started When it honestly started off I was like Oh okay This isn't that bad But it still felt Kind of out of place A little bit and then about 20 minutes into the movie, it just started going downhill.
0: Okay. I had to look at my phone at one point. I had to pause the movie and see where we were at. It takes 32 minutes for him to actually be in the Spider-Man suit.
1: And that was an issue for me. And I hate saying half that, half an was... hour
0: of, here's where the characters are, which is fine. Like, I don't need him in the Spider-Man suit right away. But I... I think the fight between him and Harry was good. And I it don't... Really, but I don't count that as
1: Spider-Man. Like, that's... Yeah, that was part... That was Peter having a fight with his My threat. main issue
0: with the first act of this movie is I just don't care about Peter Parker. He's a little asshole. This whole movie, he's an asshole. Um, he is. He's completely changed from Spider-Man 2. And not in a good way. Yeah, like, no. His, like, his... Spider-Man 1 and 2 are about him not have Like, he doesn't have what he wants. Like, he doesn't have MJ. Yeah. But, like, in 1, he decides... At the end of 1, he decides he can't have MJ. Mm-hmm. And at the end of 2, she... De- like, they decide that we... I'm okay with this, like, let's give it a shot. Yeah, And it's not like he's trying to protect MJ, he's just like, I'm Spider-Man, look at me! me. Yeah, and, that's, and it's not the Peter Parker that we know yeah. from two movies.
1: And I can kind of see why they did it, and here's my, another problem I had, even after I watched the film and I was trying to, like, think it through and why they did what they did, I can kind of see why they did that, because like you said, in the first one, he's more humble. In the second one, he's humble. And then at the end, he gets, you know, he gets his girlfriend that he wanted ever since high school. He gets the girl. He, Yeah, exactly. Now, it's kind of the... It's, it, it's a confidence thing. He's Spider-Man. He can do what he can do. Plus, he has the girl that he wants. He's got all the confidence in the world, so his ego goes a little bit. My problem is that What Peter turned into in this with who he, you know, was and how he talks about himself, I feel like they overplayed that hand. They did. I feel like it should have been more subdued. Like, I think maybe, you know. It would
0: have made more sense if he became
1: like that because of the black suit. I would have much rather of who Peter Parker was for the first 30 some minutes of the movie being a little bit. Having a little bit of a chip on his shoulder would have been better than who he turned into with Venom attached to him, with with the um, symbiote attached to him. Because he's so timid to begin with, that an extreme of that timidness is going to lead to one or two things. One, he's going to become the ultimate asshole, more than what he was uh, um, of what they showed, or He's going to be just egotistical, or egotistical, and that's it. Yeah. Like he's not going to turn into what he turned into, which just, <laughs> Yeah.
0: I just, it, I used to identify with Peter Parker. Like, one and two, I, I could identify with Peter. Yeah. And this one, I can't, because I'm not that much of an asshole. Not yet. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I also don't have spider powers, so... <laughs> Do I? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's talk about the many villains that are in this movie. Too many villains. Okay. Too uh, many let, villains. Let's talk about the Harry Osborn stuff. So you've seen Spider-Man One and Two. Yeah, yeah. Where, they're setting, times. They're, where they are setting up Harry Osborn as the next Goblin. Mm-hmm. What did you think of how they finally executed that?
1: I would have liked it. If they just would have continued with that storyline, like I would have much rather have had Harry recover quicker and have him be the second antagonist with Venom. Okay. I would have uh, take Sandman out of the entire thing and shorten the movie up. Well, not shorten because it's really not that long. Um, It feels it though. It feels it though because it's four. (laughs) <laughs> um, um, but fill all of that space with Sandman, with Harry, and his internal conflict. You know, maybe have a scene where he's about to, you know, and you know, internally forgive Peter and finally come to terms of what actually happened and actually believe him, and then have something happen in regards with Venom being involved somehow, and and one one have the symbiote connect with Peter a hell of a lot earlier have the struggle with him in the suit happen maybe within like not the first act of the movie but within like the second third and you know it's like the second and maybe it's like the second and maybe like part of the third yeah and then have once the suit is off Peter and on to uh, oh, what's his name the, the other for, 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 for Eddie Brock Eddie Brock that have Eddie and Venom convince Harry that no, your original, you know, feelings about the situation are right, and then have an actual fight back and forth. I mean, the fact that having Harry die—yeah, like that—that that, that was just way too much.
0: Okay, here's my issue with Harry's death. So Peter knocks him out, hits him hard in the head, he gets amnesia. Yeah. Which is the stupidest that soap opera That was another thing that was so plot. Um, And then he's in the hospital bed. MJ and Peter leave. The nurse is like, you have good friends. I'm like, yeah, I'd give my life for them. I'm like, that is the worst foreshadowing I have ever seen. Like, okay, so Harry's going to die at the end of this. I don't need to see the rest of the movie. Yeah, no. I know you're going to kill Harry. Yeah. Like, why would you play your hand it, like that? I don't even know exactly. It's like playing what? poker, and then like, hey, look at my cards. <laughs>
1: I don't even understand because here's the thing. Regardless of how much you like movies, or like a certain character, or like a certain storyline, it doesn't matter. The the studio that makes the movie that owns the rights to a film is going to try to get as much money out of it as possible. It's how it's how it works. They need money to keep on making movies. Yeah. So almost so in my mind every movie that comes out that's the slightest action film or the slightest comedy I always expect there to be a sequel always and if the sequel does well or partially well I expect the third one when it comes to superhero movies like Spider-Man and Iron Man and Black Panther and all these other ones and X-Men I expect there to be as many sequels as people will go see yeah. So let's say so, so. Let's say for some reason, Spider-Man three, the way it is, did really well. Where the hell were they going to go with the storyline? The goblins, it, it, the whole thing with the goblins. So, four, so you want to know what Spider-Man four was going to be? So they, so okay. So I was right. So I was thinking right. There were plans for Spider-Man four.
0: Yeah, there were plans, and then uh, negotiations broke down in two thousand. And between Sam Raimi and Sony, okay, they were going to do Vulture with John Malkovich. Why? And Black Cat with Anne Hathaway.
1: Okay, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, partially because I like Anne Hathaway. I'm not sure about oh, oh, the other one. Granted, I like him as an actor, but still, I would have loved to see what they if they they would, if they would have gotten the
0: route of Vulture as an old man who's trying to be young again. Like yeah. I would love to see John Malkovich play that. Yeah. I like what they did with the Voltron and Homecoming, which you haven't seen yet. No, I
1: haven't seen it yet. Um,
0: that's probably my. That's one of my favorite MCU movies right now. So. Okay. Um But yeah, that was going to be four. Um, but yeah, with with Harry gone, it would have pretty much been the start of a new trilogy. I think was the plan. I don't.
1: But I don't when even negotiate like that. when negotiations
0: fell through. They uh, had to make a movie, or they would have lost the rights. So that's why we got Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh,
1: okay. Now that all makes sense. Yeah. So now all of that makes sense. Oh yeah. No, by the way, and I also really hated, okay. um, uh, the cameo that was in it. Stanley. Stanley's cameo. Worst Stanley it. cameo ever. I hated that one. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, hated maybe one it. person can make a change. Speaking Excelsior. Bit. Like, it, it's stupid
0: It's so bad Yeah Like oh. like I, I don't even think Stan Lee liked that cameo No He did not want to It did not look like He wanted to be there No he didn't um, Okay so Tony McGuire Doesn't look like He wants to be there either No and
1: Because I, they all knew The thing was crap and
0: it- He almost didn't do two Like he hurt his back On two or Between one and two I heard about that And he wasn't Going to do two They almost brought in Jake Gyllenhaal To recast But he ended up doing it And that's why there's a There's a joke in there When he falls on the car When he's trying to get his powers back Oh my back Oh my back (laughs) It looks like he's having fun in 2 In this one he just doesn't want to be there He doesn't look like he's in shape
1: Yeah Like it's just Here's my problem With the storyline And the way that it went I Like I said I would have rather had Goblin And Venom Yeah Being the two antagonists don't even bring Sandman into it don't even bring back the fact that they got the wrong person and the person they thought killed Ben that's
0: a good transition let's talk Uh. about the Sandman okay alright so the reason the Sandman is in this movie is Sandman has always been Sam Raimi's favorite Spider-Man villain so he wanted to do Sandman and the studio was like you know what that's great We feel like you're just putting in this character because you like him. Fans want Venom. You need to put Venom in this movie. So that's why we have so many things. Like the studio interfered. It's like you need to put Venom in this movie, which does not help. You mean this movie was just going to be Sandman? Sandman and Goblin. Oh, yeah. But Eh! let's talk about Sandman because I, as much as I hate what they did with Uncle Ben's death in this one, it finally stopped raining.
1: It finally stopped raining.
0: And it's weird because we're in Hagerstown. (laughs) The Eye of the Storm. <laughs> um, as much as I hate what they did with retconning Spider-Man One, his transformation
1: scene—oh, was cool. Yes yes, 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 amazing. Yes. that's one
0: of the few things in this movie that was done right. Like, I love that when he's. Forming for the first time mm-hmm. And reaching for the necklace and, Yeah Like that and is And he can't a, get
1: it So then eventually like, he figures the c- it out And the
0: CGI is not great But it's not horrible For 2007
1: For the time It was really good Yeah
0: And like there's More jarring CGI In this movie than that oh, Like God, they did, They yes. got that Very strongly They got that good mm-hmm. Like That looks great Um And it Like I I feel like the villain thing With the daughter Has been done A few too many times Mm-hmm. I don't know if that that's the thing in, it was a thing in 2007, but I feel like by now, it's just something I've seen too much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I don't really feel for it anymore. Like I'm not. I don't have any sympathy for you trying to help your sick daughter. Yeah. Like it, it just doesn't work for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but Sandman as a villain on film, visually, it looks good. Like it's fun. Like it's a it's a cool thing to have. Yeah. And I like. Spider-Man taking off his boots and just pouring this in now. Like, there are f- good elements of Sandman, but retconning Uncle Ben's death, why the hell
1: would you do that? Well, 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 why would you bring that back up? Why yeah. would you go back to it? There's no reason Have to do Have him do it. something
0: else. There's Have, no like, reason. Yeah, you know, there's no reason. Like, if you maybe try to set it up a little bit more in one, like maybe show somebody in the green shirt, in the yeah. background, like that, then maybe, but it just feels
1: like you well, did that just, that just to f- do it. The uh, um, the flashback in black and white, yeah, made it look like it happened at night. It did. It did happen at night. For some yeah. reason, I remember it happening. Yeah, like he Peter dropped him off in the day. During the day. No, at night. Like it's, he dies well, at night. Okay. Well, then maybe that's just I don't remember. Um, that's it. Just it doesn't. I didn't like any of that. That process, that yeah. storytelling—I didn't like that. I would—it would have been just better if it was just some guy that broke out of prison who's trying to get money for his daughter. Yeah, don't even bring Uncle Ben into it. Just have it be that. I get, but they—I guess they wanted Peter to be
0: mad at somebody and want to take revenge. And I don't like—I don't think it has to be for Uncle Ben's death. Like, if you really wanted to do that, make it so that the guy he killed. Wasn't actually killed. They like, have him be the guy. Like, just have him be that actor, that character. You don't need to bring in a second guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need the, the guy in the grassy knoll that no one knew about. Yeah. Like, just make it that guy. Like, as much as like Thomas Hayden Church. Like, I don't. It's just, it doesn't like Sandman as a villain. Fine, okay. But as Uncle Ben's killer, no. Fuck you, Sam Raimi. Like I. Ugh. Okay yeah. So that's two of the villains <laughs> Let's get to the last one
1: Yeah
0: And the reason we're doing this episode <laughs> Venom. Venom Um,
1: I'm very conflicted On it With Venom in, uh, in this
0: We talked a little bit about Peter with the black suit I feel like I, I really feel like if they had just adjusted his character from two with the black suit from the and like, just made that the, why he's such an asshole in this, yeah. it would have been a lot better. But um, I just don't like Peter from the get-go in this. So when he has the black suit, I just care even less. And I don't think that's what they were trying to do. They, I think they may want to make you feel like, oh, shit, he's... He's turning evil. But I feel like he's evil the whole time. Yeah. Because he's such an asshole to MJ. Mm-hmm. And kissing Gwen Stacy and all of that.
1: Yeah, and that's part of what I'm talking about. Like, his his ego that yeah. he has. You know, like, going through and yeah. kissing Stacy. And not even realizing yeah. that that's why MJ was mad. Yeah. Like, that, to me, is Peter with the symbiote.
0: Yeah. And I wish that was, that was the case. But they don't bring the symbiote in until... After they say, oh, yeah, well, uh, this is the guy who actually killed your uncle. It's like, what? Like, no. Yeah, like, no. Like that. Like, there's a lot of pacing issues in this movie. Like, you don't get the, the black suit until an hour in, at least.
1: Yeah, which is not... Which is... And that's... Not it, ideal. It, well, it, it's not, but now it makes sense with what you said about... The, uh, about Sandman being the guy's favorite villain. Yeah. Because... Now that makes sense, but at the same time, even when I was younger, watching Spider-Man on morning cartoons back in the late nineties, Yes. Yeah. in mid nineties, Venom was my favorite villain. Yeah, because they were so similar. Venom is yet, a cool were, villain. Like it's he's, he's a great villain. I, I
0: will say, like I love the black-suited Spider-Man. Oh like, yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, and I like what they do with. I like the battle with him and Sandman in the subways. Yeah, that that's a cool scene. Mm-hmm. It's a little too. Uh, it's a little dark for kids. Yeah, and I don't know how you sell that as a family movie. Um, and to say Spider-Man's a hero when he straight up kills the guy. Yeah. Um, and Aunt May calls him on his shit, and I love I love Aunt May in this. Yeah. Um, one of the best parts. Um, but one of the. Like, we talked about the Sandman transformation scene. The other thing that I, this movie got right is Eddie Brock's transformation into Venom. Like oh, yeah. Because with, with you talked about the 90s cartoon. That's how I knew Venom, too. That's how yeah. I, that's it was introduced to Spider-Man. But the clock tower in the church, mm-hmm. with the bell's going and he's ripping off the suit and it goes down on Eddie Brock. Like, that's straight from the cartoon. And that is that was spot on how he turns into Venom. Yeah. Like, I love that sequence too. And then after that, it's Venom is just completely downhill. Because um, I don't buy Eric Foreman as this bulky monster villain guy at all. <laughs> like, I like his Eddie Brock. Yeah. His Eddie Brock is kind of just a dick. And it makes sense for the, the universe that you have. Yeah. Like, where in the world where Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man it makes sense for Topher Grace to be Eddie Brock yeah but his Venom is just they shy away from showing Venom and they focus more on Eddie Brock in the suit
1: yeah and I'm like why would you do that just keep Venom like did you blow all your money on Sandman effects like they they probably did and and that and that's where they missed that's where they missed it in that movie yeah like have Peter don't even take the symbiote, a piece of the symbiote, to a professor to have it look. I like
0: they gave Doctor Connors a little bit more to do. I I agree that the second time that they show him messing with this, the the thing under the microscope, yeah. is much. But the, the first time he he's like, don't get any of that on you, like I like that because yeah. I think they were also trying to set up him for a future movie where he was going to be the lizard
1: which it, it, that's the thing that there's so there were so many doors yeah in this film and in this storyline that should have had neon arrows and signs that said open me go this direction yeah. do this that was plainly obvious but yeah. no but th- like, no like, like, like uh, yeah and that's my biggest problem with this movie there were so many times where things could have gone in such terrific directions and they didn't. Instead of going for what they should have, that should have been obvious, they went for the mundane.
0: Yeah. that that That's this movie in a nutshell. Like, it's, like, they just didn't try. Like, oh, hey, we're going to put Venom in this movie, and Sandman's already in it, and oh, yeah, we need to address the uh, Harry Osborn stuff. So, it, it's just a mess.
1: It just would have been better if uh, Harry When Os- Stacy's there
0: for some reason? Like,
1: which, which that confused the hell okay. out of me. Yeah, let's talk about
0: Gwen Stacy for a little bit. Bryce Dallas Howard, who is best known now for Jurassic World, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I don't mind her as Gwen Stacy. Like, I like that they introduced Gwen Stacy in the classroom, like being a equal peer of Peter's. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, why is she also a model? Like, that makes no sense to me at all. Like that's not Gwen Stacy. That's I know it from the comics.
1: Yeah, no. That's
0: Mary Jane.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be to be honest, that's exactly what it was. Mary Jane was supposed to be like she she calls Peter Tiger. Yeah. She calls her boyfriend, not even her boyfriend, a guy friend, Tiger she's a very, like, she's very outgoing. She's supposed to be that kind of person. You know? Yeah. A friend, outgoing, friends with everybody. Being flirtatious without knowing or meaning to be flirtatious and not even having that type of feeling behind it. Just a very outgoing, attractive person. Yeah. Gwen is supposed to be a very smart, normal, just like Peter type of person yeah. not good or there's nothing good or bad about any one of them there's not anything that makes one better than the other it's just their personalities are different yeah. Stace, Gwen is supposed to be like a, like head of the student council Gwen Stacy is
0: exactly how they portrayed her in Amazing Spider-Man like that's the Gwen Stacy that is more at least as far as I know truer to the comic books yeah. like the book smart uh, scientific yeah. student Gwen Stacy and mm-hmm. then this like it just, she doesn't need to be there like there's I, there's already so much tension between Peter and MJ that I don't think she was really necessary No, and then she doesn't really serve a purpose except for the whole jazz club scene which is god awful like on so many levels like yeah. it's cringeworthy for her like from the Gwen Stacy standpoint like oh I was just dragged for this dragged out here for this and then MJ's like what the hell I'm working and then Peter's yeah. like look at me
1: jazz hands yeah exactly
0: but I was thinking about this earlier this is the third worst movie This, this out of all the movies uh, JK Simmons have, has been in mm-hmm. and involve a jazz club yeah. this is the worst and there were three of them <laughs> And yeah, one of them is La La Land. <laughs> oh God! Um, have you seen La La Land yet? No, I haven't. We're doing that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, the other ones, awesome. um, Whiplash. No, oh. that's those are the three. It's just funny because I, I think whenever I see Jazz Club now, I think of La La Land and Whiplash. Um, but not enough, J. Not enough uh, Jay Jonah Jameson in this too. You get that one good scene with him at the desk when Elizabeth uh, thinks he's buzzing it. Oh yeah. Like that's that's good, but the rest of it, like there's not enough of him.
1: No, see, and, and again, this is where things went bad. Yeah. The studio should have told him, be like, look, Sandy, with with it's to be perfectly honest, it sounds like the studio might have had this one nailed down, but they hired the wrong guy.
0: I mean, it's the same guy that they had. I, I think the studio interfered with what he was doing. Because there were no issues with 2. Like, 2 is fine. Like, I think when you get the studio interfering, like, oh, you need to put Venom in this. Instead of compromising, he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to throw him into this, and it's going to be a piece of shit. Watch me. And I think that's but that, part... But
1: then shooting yourself in the foot. I don't
0: think he cares. He's making all the money. Like, what, is, what does Sam Raimi care? Like, I think he... Like, it's... It's just a bad situation all around. Like, you can't force a villain into a movie and expect it to work.
1: They should have, then, what they should have done at the start should should have been to sit down and say, before we start working on the third one, before we start even looking at scripts, the main villain is Venom. And then starting from there, instead of going to him after... You know, the, the script is being I don't even think and you it, need Venom in...
0: Like, you could set up the black suit in this movie. You don't like, need... Do that. True. Like, you can set up the black suit in this movie. Have him use the black suit against Goblin and Sandman. That's fine. Yeah. Have Eddie Brock get it at the end and leave it on a cliffhanger. Make Venom the bad guy in the next one.
1: That... That would have been
0: good, too. Yeah. This is why I should be in Hollywood. <laughs> like... <laughs> that's a better movie like having Venom set up for the next one leaving the audience wanting more like I think that would have been a lot better we, and then this series would have gone on like mm-hmm. if you're gonna ki- you can kill Harry
1: but like, the- I wouldn't even kill Harry I would kill I mean if Harry has to die
0: I think Harry should have been more of the villain in this than he was.
1: Yes, the whole
0: amnesia thing was just like, oh, well, we have too many villains now. It was a cop. So we, yeah, it was a cop out. Like we don't want him to be a villain the whole time, but we're ran into this corner. What's the easiest way to get out of this? Oh, I know, amnesia. Like, no, don't do that. That's lazy. That is just pure laziness. Um, but all this to say. I still don't think Sonny knows what they're doing with the Spider-Man movies. The smartest thing they have done since Spider-Man 3 has been to work with the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Spider-Man.
1: Yes, Lending
0: him over to the Avengers and Civil War and for Homecoming has been the best choice they've made. And right after they made that choice, they decided to go ahead with the Venom movie with Tom Hardy. And I haven't seen it yet. I'm debating if I want to.
1: I'm waiting for what people are going to say. I,
0: I'm excited to hear what people said, say. I've heard a few reviews. I heard an early review from Kevin Smith, who didn't see the movie but was doing DVD extras, yeah. and was told some things that happened in the movie. He's like, "Oh shit, they do that? That's awesome!" Oh, okay. So he's excited for that. But he, Kevin Smith, gets excited for anything and everything. That's so true. I take whatever he gets excited for with a grain of salt. Um, I've read a few I've heard a few reviews That are mixed Like I guess the Eddie Brock Venom relationship Because they talk to each other a lot Yeah Is good But the movie falls apart and has. But it has a few good scenes um, But the worst review I've read Is from uh, Tom Hardy himself Yeah Where he said His favorite scenes got cut from the movie Because <laughs> I think they were making this With the intention of having it be R-rated but they chickened out and made it PG-13
1: see this is the problem I understand that the studios the people making these decisions want to want to make it as universal as possible so that they can get all the money that they can so as many people can see it as they can. Yeah. And it's not I mean granted there is some greed in it, but they also want an audience and they want an audience that that can grow with it and want more later on as as they grow up. Yeah. But with the amount of people that we have that are over the age of 18 who are still into comic books who who you know talk about getting up like we do and watching those morning cartoons of the Marvel superheroes and and all of that they need to start making certain characters be R-rated movies yeah Venom I want to see a movie with Carnage I want to see that I don't but the, but the only way that that's going to happen is if it's an R rated film, and yeah. to me, Venom should be an R rated film. I think if Venom worked,
0: I'd be okay with Carnage in the sequel. If Carnage isn't already in the movie, I don't know. Um, I I don't understand like this. I just have a a problem with the idea of the Sony universe of Marvel characters without Spider Man because all the characters they own are related to Spider-Man. Yeah. They've got Venom that just came out. They already shelved the Black Cat and Silver Sable movie that was going to be one movie. They split it into two, and then they put them both on hold. So I think they're waiting to see what happens with Venom before they go forward with anything else, which is not a good sign. No. And I don't think Venom's going to perform as well as they expect it to. Because, honestly, I'm a huge comic book fan. We've done probably ten episodes about superhero movies. Yeah. Um and Venom's out this weekend and if you were to ask me without me knowing it was Venom if I was going to go see the mar- new Spider-Man Marvel related movie or the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper A Star is Born I'd I probably like I, normally I would say the Marvel movie but knowing that it's Venom and A Star is Born this weekend I'm more excited to go see A Star is Born like honestly like yeah. I, that looks good like Bradley Cooper looks like he did a good job with that movie directing and yeah um, you got Dave Chappelle in there, and I heard Andrew Dice Clay's good in it.
1: Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah,
0: he plays Lady Gaga's dad. Where? Where did they dig him up from? Um, the eighties. Yeah, I know, but where has he been? Um, I thought he was dead. Hickory dickory dock. Oh God, um, no, don't. <laughs> but yeah, so Venom's coming out. Like I, I'm, ex- I'm anxious to see what happens. All this is probably one of those movies that I'll just read all the spoilers for. Yeah. Cause unless it's like, oh man, that twist was so good and I don't see what it is. Like, if it's actually good. It's... I have a few people on Facebook that will post about this shit all the time. Yeah. And if they go and see it and say it's good, I have a little bit of faith that I might enjoy it. Um, but unless I hear some stuff from them, I really don't care. Like, maybe a $5 night. But. Yeah, I. I do know. One of the mid-credit scenes, though, for Venom. Okay. So I think there are three. The middle one is Elsewhere in the Spider-Verse. Okay. So, because the Spider-Verse is a whole yeah. thing, they played the trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. The animated movie that's coming out in December, mm-hmm. which you haven't seen the trailer for, but I'm going to show it to you as soon as we stop this car. Okay. Um, it looks fantastic. Okay. Like, I have not been this excited for a Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 3, and I know that this one's not going to disappoint me. <laughs> um, it's got Peter Parker,
1: okay. and it
0: looks like they're their Peter Parker in this is supposed to be the Tobey Maguire one, okay. because they they show the kiss in the alleyway with yeah. him upside down. They show him saving the train.
1: Okay,
0: um, So it looks like it's playing off of that Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. it's uh, Jake Johnson playing him instead of Tobey Okay. Which I'm fine with. Like, yeah. I, I can accept that. Um, you got Miles Morales. Okay. You got Gwen Stacy with Spider Gwen, okay. which is cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Spider Man Noir is in there, okay. being played by the one and only Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and then the the best part that I'm super excited to see on the big screen is Spider Ham.
1: Okay. Which
0: is a pig that's spi- a humanoid pig that is Spider Man voiced by John Mulaney. Oh, God. And it's the best part of the trailer. Like, <laughs> we can't get any more ridiculous than this, and then you just see Spider-Ham. Man, <laughs> so it's John Mulaney's voice. <laughs> so I am super excited for that movie. Um, so if I if I say anything in this podcast that anyone listens to, is go see Into the Spider-Verse and skip Venom.
1: Unless yeah. you want to go see the trailer
0: for it. Just go go see the trailer for... Into the Spider-Verse Because I'm sure They'll show up Before the movie too Yeah Or just go see Venom And then just stick around For that trailer It'll make it okay
1: Yeah
0: Hopefully Um Again That's about all I've got I'm good Yeah Alright So That's it for today Yes Uh, Again Sorry for the, the Crap audio job That we're I'm literally going to stop recording this and upload it as soon as I get Wi-Fi.
1: But we're doing this in honor of Spider-Man three. Yeah. Because the quality of this podcast is about the same quality. You're going to get episode of the podcast.
0: Our podcast is a lot better than Spider-Man three. Yes. We've got just, a lot of fun things. Just uh, this
1: episode. We've got a lot
0: of fun things coming up for you guys. Uh, even though we've been off for a while, we, we've been planning behind the scenes, uh, might be getting some guests involved and possibly a third voice third voice Um, but yeah so we'll see what happens but I think next week we're doing a movie that I have never seen that I own um, and we're a little late doing this but in honor of the Jack Ryan series on Amazon we're going to be talking about Hunt for Red October yes which I cannot wait for I love that movie yeah uh, I'm excited Yeah. Um, so yeah tune in for that next week we're going to figure out We will do it next week. Yes, I swear to God, we will have an episode out next week. So, for you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. Not for Ryan. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. luck.